Today's episode is brought to you by Spotify Greenroom. Spotify Greenroom is the first social audio platform made for sports fans. The app is free to download, and once you're in, you can talk with me, other fans, athletes, and insiders in real time about your favorite team or sport. I will let you guys know when I go live, so follow Locked On Devils for updates. So let's talk about the NHL draft again, shall we? Let's talk about some potential forwards that could come to the New Jersey Devils because we've been talking a lot about potential defensemen, and also there's some more connections to be followed in terms of these draft picks having with the New Jersey Devils. So we got two family connections and we got a friend connection. What's the friend connection and can this potential friend team up and be the deadliest Swedish fish combo in the Devils organization? Oh man, I already gave you guys a spoiler. So let's talk about William Eklund, shall we? And who is he best friends with? Well, I'm sure that answer will be easy now. We have a lot to discuss in this episode, so buckle up. Oh, and by the way, today is my birthday. I just turned 22, everybody. You're locked on Devils. Your daily podcast on the New Jersey Devils. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Alrighty now, what is up New Jersey? Welcome back to the Locked On Devils podcast here on the Locked On Network. I'm your host, college hockey play-by-play announcer and also Devils writer for the Hockey Riders, Trey Matthews. And it's currently 12.41 p.m. Eastern Time, July 7, 2021 at the time of this recording. Okay, a couple housekeeping notes before we uh, start today's episode. So first and foremost, uh, since this episode is live on July 8th, I just want to say that it is officially my birthday. I turned 22, so if you haven't done so already, I would appreciate a you know a happy birthday message to maybe your favorite locked on host but you know I uh, just want to let you guys know that it is my birthday and the second thing is is that on July 6th it was actually my one year anniversary from my first episode here at the Locked On Podcast Network. So I just want to thank you guys. I believe we're like 245 episodes in. I never thought I'd make it this far. And quite honestly, I can't even listen to my first 100 or so episodes without cringing. So thank you guys for sticking by me through thick and thin and thin and thinner. And by the way, we are still in the top of the charts uh, in terms of hockey podcasts in the United States. Uh, So I got word from uh, Chartable.com that Locked On Devils was ranked 97 in terms of Apple podcast charts in the United States for the category of hockey. So I appreciate you guys for uh, just listening to Locked On Devils despite it being the offseason because the Devils haven't had a game in like, what, 60 days? So that's like two months. So thank you guys for just making this show great despite it being the offseason. Thank you guys for the birthday wishes. And thank you guys for making my one-year anniversary of working at the Locked On Podcast network so great because like I told you guys without your guys listenership there is no show so I appreciate uh, your patience your loyalty your dedication whatever the case might be if you are a newer listener I hope you're enjoying the show if you are an avid listener and you've been listening to my show religiously for a while I appreciate your loyalty and dedication and patience as well I can't reiterate that enough If you are a listener who stopped listening to my show and gave it another chance, I'm glad that you believe in second chances because, trust me, uh, I think I've exceeded my fair share of second chances. But whatever the case might be, I just love you guys so much and listenership just continues to grow. So uh, enough with the housekeeping tips. Let's uh, get on with this birthday special, if you will. So let's talk a little bit about the NHL draft. So obviously, we've been talking about a lot of potential defensemen that could go to the New Jersey Devils. So obviously, I did an episode on... Luke Hughes. I did an episode on Owen Power. I talked about Simon Edmondson. I've talked about a lot of potential players that could come to the New Jersey Devils 
uh, if their name is available at number four. So obviously, you know, we're hearing reports that Owen Power and Matt Beneers are finally going to have their meeting with the Buffalo Sabres, I believe, this week. So uh, there's that because uh, there were reports last week coming out that uh, Owen Power and Matt Benier still hadn't had their meeting with the uh, Buffalo Sabres organization, despite uh, both of them being projected to go like 1-2, whatever the case might be. So I'll be quite honest with you, I was a little concerned with that because it kind of showed signs that maybe uh, the Buffalo Sabres were going to go in a different direction. Maybe they were going to shock the entire NHL field and just draft Luke Hughes with the first overall pick. I don't know what the case might be because, like I told you guys, the guys at Locked On Sabres, they said that they would have drafted Luke Hughes number one. In fact, that will be coming out soon. I will be posting uh, the Locked On mock draft on this channel, so uh, stay tuned for that. Keep an ear out. But overall, you know, I was uh, shocked when Locked On Sabres said that they were going to take Luke Hughes with number one, and I thought that the Buffalo Sabres organization was going to follow in their footsteps and say, you know what? Let's uh, just put Matt Beniers, let's put Owen Power to the side. Let's go with the one who's committed to play at the University of Michigan, Luke Hughes, the younger brother of Jack Hughes. So obviously, I was a little concerned right there because I hadn't heard reports saying that um, Luke Hughes didn't have a meeting with the Buffalo Sabres, whatever the case might be. So, you know, it was kind of raising a question a little bit, but I'm glad that that report is finally uh, put to bed. And overall, I think uh, Luke Hughes is still projected to go to the New Jersey Devils. So, obviously, you know, when we're looking at mock drafts, they're very interesting to see. So, obviously, I've told you uh, guys a uh, mock draft I saw on NBC Sports in which uh, one of the reporters had the New Jersey Devils drafting uh, Jesper Walstead at number four so he's a goaltender but I said we do not want Wallstead despite him uh, putting up solid numbers he's not the player that we need in order to put our organization in the right direction I feel as though that would just be a waste of a pick because we don't need a young netminder because we have a lot of you know uh, goalies to look forward to so obviously you know we just resigned Scott Wedgwood uh, I think he's going to be a solid third string goalie then obviously we got Mackenzie Blackwood that's our starter then we got Akira Schmidt who we signed to our three-year entry-level deal yada 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 you guys heard me talk about that before but overall I've been talking about potential defensemen that could join the New Jersey Devils organization I haven't really touched on forwards all that much because you know I just feel as though that's not uh, the direction we need to go in in order to you know help our rebuild I wouldn't mind drafting a forward but at the same time I feel as though we need some defensive pieces to look forward to because it seems like Ty Smith is our only hope in that regards because we have a pool of young uh, forwards who uh, you know have a lot of upside so obviously I'm not gonna you know list the players because I've done so so many times but you guys get the point so we have a lot of young forwards to look forward to but at the same time our offense is nothing spectacular I'm not trying to you know say that you know we don't need to work on our offense we just need to focus on our defense we do need to work on our offense I'm just saying we need our priorities straight if, if that makes any sense so obviously you know uh, in terms of forwards, there's a lot of great forwards to look forward to. But there is this player who has a connection with the New Jersey Devils that I think is very intriguing. Because yesterday, Amanda Stein tweeted out a series of tweets in regards to connections that some of the NHL draft prospects have with the New Jersey Devils organization already. So obviously, we know about the connection between Luke Hughes and Jack Hughes. So both of them are brothers. Obviously, they have another brother named Quinn playing for the Vancouver Canucks. And obviously, it seems like Jack and Luke are big on you know teaming up with one another playing with the same young organization obviously Luke Hughes is a defenseman Jack Hughes is a forward so obviously you know their games I guess can uh, balance out in that regard so obviously both of them are, would be you know open and excited to uh, being teammates with one another because I presume they've been teammates before on like you know some travel team or whatever the case might be but overall 
uh, Luke Hughes uh, gave uh, a statement in an interview in regards to maybe the Devils drafting him with the uh, fourth overall pick. He said, it would be unbelievable to go to the New Jersey Devils. My brother clearly wants me there. At the same time, there are 32 great teams out there. I would be happy to go to any team. So obviously, you know, he can't give, uh, you know, a clear-cut answer as to which team he wants to go to. Obviously, you know, he has to keep it vague. He has to keep it simple because, you know, I, I don't know if there's like a tampering rule or whatever the case might be, but, you know, I'm sure the commissioner would not like to hear uh, Luke Hughes saying like, I just want to go to the New Jersey Devils and that's it. I'm sure there would be some sort of fine assess. I'm sure uh, the organization of the New Jersey Devils would get in trouble for that. But overall, it's just like, you know, you get, you kind of got to be like, you know, neutral about it. So obviously he's saying, I would love to play for my brother, but at the same time, I would love to play for any team that selects me. So obviously Luke Hughes will go anywhere from uh, one to five, obviously. Uh, I, I don't think he'll go number one anymore. I think that's out the question. He's had to deal with a foot injury, but at the same time, I think Luke Hughes would love to play for the New Jersey Devils organization. And then obviously, uh, you got Graham Clark. Uh, Graham Clark uh, is the older brother of Brant Clark. And I've done an episode in regards to Brant Clark potentially coming to the New Jersey Devils. So Brant Clark said this. He said he'd be really stoked to play with Graham. Uh, so obviously, if he's to go and play with them for the next 10 to 15 years, that would be a dream come true. So it seems like Brant Clark as well would love to play with his brother. So a lot of brother connections amongst the New Jersey Devils organization. So obviously, we got Luke Hughes, and then we got Brant Clark, and then, you know, we got their brothers, Jack Hughes, and then we got uh, Graham Clark. So obviously, Graham Clark is kind of forgotten amongst New Jersey Devils fans. We drafted him a couple years ago, but overall, uh, Graham Clark plays in our AHL system, and, you know, his numbers are, you know, nothing to really write home about. He's a winger, so overall, he appeared in 31 games, had 8 goals, 10 assists for a grand total of 18 points, so, you know, potential, I guess, but, you know, when he was playing in the OHL, he was putting up, you know, pretty, uh, you know, solid numbers there as well, and then, I guess, uh, when he was playing U16, I guess that's what, uh, you know, the New Jersey Devils were looking at, because he appeared in 81 games, had 82 goals, 54 assists for a grand total of 136 points. This was uh, just a few years ago, like I said, when he was playing U16 AAA uh, for Toronto. So, you know, that's something that we need to uh, take into consideration. So, uh, you know, is Graham Clark going to be as good as his uh, little brother? Probably not, but at the same time, you know, you still got that brother connection, and obviously Brant Clark will have to start in the AHL system before he comes to the NHL, so the fact that he and his brother will be teammates down there for a brief while before Brant Clark is given his chance, you know, really says something, so obviously uh, Graham Clark is still, you know, relatively young, uh, he just turned 20 back in April, and then uh, his little brother, uh, Brant Clark, uh, you know, obviously he's still relatively young because he turned 18 back in February, so Obviously, you know, you got the brother connection right there. But what about the friend connection? Because Amanda Stein said in her third tweet that William Eklund, so obviously we know a little bit about William. We know what he could potentially bring to the team. And obviously, he's from Sweden, similar to Alexander Holtz, and they were both teammates. So that's another uh, connection that we need to take into consideration because uh, both of them were teammates and both of them were good friends. And both of them might potentially be roommates uh, when they uh, get to the NHL because, you know, Ty Smith and Jack Hughes are also roommates and are actually very good friends as well. So 
could we see another Smith and Hughes friendship in the New Jersey Devils organization amongst uh, Eklund and Holtz? I think so. So obviously that's another connection right there. So could the New Jersey Devils realistically draft William Eklund? Because like I told you guys, haven't really been talking about forwards in this year's NHL draft because I'm still very focused on defensemen to help Ty Smith out. But at the end of the day, you know, we can always, you know, use more offense. You know, like I told you guys, our offense was nothing impressive last year. So, uh, you know, that's something to take into consideration. We'll talk about that in a second. But first, I have to give you guys the first live read uh, this morning, and it comes from Spotify Green Room. So this episode is brought to you by Green Room. Green Room is the first social audio platform made for sports fans. The app is free to download, and once you're in, you can talk with me, other fans, athletes, and insiders in real time about your favorite team or sport. Obviously, I've hosted a couple of them, and they're a lot of fun. I'll let you guys know when I go live, so follow me on Twitter for updates. So Green Room is the perfect place to start or join conversations about the league. You'll find fans just like you on Green Room for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, and of course, reacting to big news or rumors. You have the chance to chat with me and might even have the chance to be featured on my show, Locked on Devils, through our Green Room conversation. So be sure to join me when I go live. So go download the free Green Room app, currently available on all iOS devices. Be sure to create a profile, link your Twitter, and join the NHL group for the latest league updates. So, obviously, Green Room is a lot of fun, and you guys should give the app a chance. I've hosted a few of them, and they're a lot of fun. Usually, Jason Hernandez of Locked On Ducks uh, hops on. So, like I told you guys, a lot of fun. And now, the second live read comes from Built Bar. So, first, I need to give you guys a little bit of a PSA. So, there's limited time flavor, Built Grasshopper Cookie. So, available this week only, July 6th through 9th, get the all-new Built Bar flavor. Grasshopper Cookie. What does it taste like? This is a Built Bar's version of the classic Thin Mint Cookie. So if you love those Girl Scout Thin Mint Cookies, you're going to love this. So all the flavor without all that sugar. 150 calories, 17 grams of protein, and only 5 grams of sugar. And also, did you know that Built Bar has so many other delicious flavors? They have coconut, cherry barcia, raspberry, mint brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel, strawberry, orange, cookies and cream, German chocolate. So you know what my favorite flavor is? It's my birthday, so give me some birthday cake flavor Built Bars. So now are built bars the best tasting protein bars ever they're healthy as well so 17 to 18 grams of protein calories ranging from 130 to 180 only four to five grams of sugar and only four to five grams of net carbs amazing flavors all tasting all healthy so or today and get that grasshopper cookie or raspberry or whatever you like so the offer is go to built bar and use the promo code locked 15 and you'll get 50 percent off your first order again use the promo code locked 15 for 50 percent off at builtbar.com Bill Bar is also the official protein bar of the U.S. track and field team. Isn't that interesting? So could we potentially see a Swedish fish takeover in the New Jersey Devils organization between Alexander Holtz and his best friend, William Eklund? So let's talk about what William potentially brings to our organization, and let's talk about his overall success over in Sweden. So obviously, uh, he played for the same team as Alexander Holtz, and overall, you know, while he was playing for the uh, SHL, so the Swedish Hockey League, uh, this past season, he was able to appear in 40 games, had 11 goals, 12 assists for a grand total of 23 points. Uh, the season before that, while playing for their IFJ20 team, he appeared in 31 games, had 12 goals, 24 assists for a grand total of 36 points. So obviously, uh, you know, when people were uh, looking at him, when people were scouting him, they basically said this about him. So when he's in doubt, he just shoots the puck, and that is a great mindset to have. So with Eklund, he is a wizard with a puck, according to the scouts, and 
overall he can just handle it really well so they're obviously going to compare him to Alexander Holtz because obviously that's his friend that's his teammate over in Sweden obviously if the New Jersey Devils were to select him then you know obviously they're going to just be looking at the pairings between Alexander Holtz and William Eklund because they could potentially play on the same line as one another because you know both of them are wingers but Overall, you know, uh, you know, when we're looking at it from that perspective, I heard uh, one article say that, you know, the similarities between Eklund are actually not Alexander Holtz. It's actually uh, Jack Hughes. So, you know, that's why I was talking about Jack Hughes earlier in the episode. So similar to Hughes, Eklund has an excellent shot and he can snipe corners with his wrist shot. Both uh, his wrist and his slap shot uh, lack power. So obviously, you know, he's not really the biggest guy. He's about average uh, built, average height. So he stands, uh, according to uh, Elite Prospects, he stands five foot ten and weighs 172 pounds. He shoots with his left hand. So obviously, um, you know, when we're looking at it from that regards, similar to Jack Hughes, he is going to have to gain some weight so that way he's not moved off the puck, uh, you know, with ease. So, you know, that's something that, uh, you know, we could actually look forward to if we were to draft him hypothetically because, you know, like I told you guys, you know, could it be possible that he and Alexander Holtz could play on the same potential line? Well, you know, like I told you guys, he shoots with his left hand. Uh, Alexander Holtz shoots with his right hand. So, Alexander Holtz is a right winger. Uh, William Eklund is a left winger. So, you know, we can have the Swedish uh, line. I would uh, be compelled to say that because that could actually, you know, uh, mark it really well because similar to how we call uh, Jack Hughes's line, uh, the kid line, then Nico Heizer's line, the captain line. So something similar to that, if we were to get Eklund and he and Holtz were to hypothetically play on the same line, that would actually be very compelling to watch if you ask me. So obviously, you know, when we're talking about his uh, right-hand man back in the Swedish league, uh, Alexander Holtz. So obviously, you know, when you're comparing their stats, they're a little bit different. So obviously, when we're talking about Alexander Holtz, when we're talking about his overall impact, when we're talking about his overall game, he is a sniper with the puck. That's the one thing that, you know, was you know, giving him all this hype before he was drafted by the New Jersey Devils, which is he is just a sniper with the puck. If you just look at, you know, some of his YouTube videos, you just see uh, just his shot. It's just so pretty. So obviously, you know, when we're comparing stats between Eklund and Holtz, so obviously Holtz has the better stats. But, you know, the one thing you need to take into consideration is that, you know, when you're paired with someone like Alexander Holtz, so obviously Holtz is the star player. So if we look at Holtz's stats from 2018 and 2019, while he was playing for the Swedish League, he appeared in 38 games, had 30 goals, 17 assists for a grand total of 47 points. So let's look at 2018-2019, in which uh, Eklund was his teammate. So uh, Eklund appeared in 13 games. They were uh, playing for the same uh, team over in Sweden for a brief amount of time during this time period. He had one goal, two assists for a grand total of three points. So obviously, you know, when you're uh, with someone like Alexander Holtz, Holtz is going to steal the spotlight away from you because Holtz is the sniper. That's uh, like I told you guys. That's why Holtz was getting all that hype uh, prior to the draft. That's why the New Jersey Devils selected him because uh, he's just a sniper with the puck. But, you know, when we're looking at Eklund, his overall production is, is that he's a playmaker. So that's why you some people are comparing him to uh, Jack Hughes. It's easy to compare him to Alexander Holtz because they're friends and obviously they were teammates for the Swedish Hockey League uh, for their respective team. But obviously, you know, uh, I don't think that's a fair comparison. I think you have to compare him to someone like Jack Hughes because if you look at Jack Hughes, his assist numbers would have been much, much, much higher. And his points total also would have been much higher as a result had his teammates been converting their shots to goals. 
obviously, you know, young team and obviously uh, just under certain circumstances couldn't really happen the way Jack Hughes wanted it to. But obviously, when you're looking at the Devils play this past season, you saw that Jack Hughes was able to lead his team really well. It's one of the reasons why I think Jack Hughes deserves that alternate captain role because look what he was able to do for the young guys like Yanni Kwokanen and also Igor Sharangovich. And, you know, Yanni Kwokanen was also uh, passing the puck really well. Hopefully, you know, he can maintain that going into next season. But overall, you know, when you see the impact Jack Hughes had in terms of just quarterbacking the Devils offense and overall just being that playmaker, you saw how successful they were because this is a little bit of a hot take. I think some of you might agree with me in this regard. So that's why I'm saying it's a little bit of a hot take, but when we're looking at the kid line, Igor Sharangovich, he had 30 points, 16 goals, 14 assists, and then Jack Hughes had 11 goals, 20 assists for a grand total of 31 points. So obviously, in terms of that line, Jack Hughes was the overall leader, but Igor Sharangovich was the sniper of the team because he was the one getting the most goals out of Jack Hughes and Yanni Kwokanen because Kwokanen had eight goals. Jack Hughes, once again, had 11 goals, and then Igor Sharangovich had 16 of them. But when we're looking at the assists, Jack Hughes led it. So obviously, Igor Sharangovich and Yanni Kwokanen relied on Jack Hughes to set uh, shots up for them and just let it fly. But obviously, Igor Sharangovich was the go-to guy in that regard. So in terms of our captain line and you know it being our top offense, I believe Igor Sharangovich was our guy, and that's why he's one of my favorite players. But you know when we're looking at William Eklund, that's why I compare him to someone like Jack Hughes because they both have a great shot. Obviously, their slap shot is a little weak, and obviously you know they're just uh, average uh, build, and they need to gain more weight in order to be successful. So that way they're not moved off the puck. But you know when we're comparing Alexander Holtz to William Eklund, I think of uh, well, what Eklund was able to do and uh, Holtz was able to do over in the Swedish League, I believe that's uh, the fair comparison that you can give in regards to both of those players' impact. We'll talk more about Eklund and his overall production in a second, but first, I have to give you guys the third and final live read, and it comes from Bet Online. So, Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing, about to approach the All Star game, so you can track all the action at Bet Online. Get all the latest news, odds, and info on all your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and all of your UFC, MMA action. Before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online or your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news sign bonuses and contest information don't stay on the sidelines anymore as this is your chance to get into the game as teams are in full swing for their championship runs including the nhl finals and also the nba finals so head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50 percent welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use the promo code locked on bet online your online sportsbook experts and remember to check out our friends at locked on bets as they give you guys their latest news odds and info on all your sporting needs as well So, according to AllAboutTheJersey.com, his shooting percentage hit nearly 20% at times this season, but when you consider the proportion of shot attempts that get blocked or just plain miss the net, that number drops dramatically. So, shot timing and power are absolutely something that can be worked on at the NHL level. However, uh, Eklund has never pretended to be a sniper. Like I've told you guys, he's a playmaker who benefits significantly from having a shooter on his wing, similar to Alexander Holtz. That's why I was talking about the dynamic between Eklund and uh, Alexander Holtz. So, you know, William Eklund and Alexander Holtz, I believe that would be a good uh, duo to have. But, you know, I think I've touched on that enough. So I guess the, um, you know, major question is, could we draft him at, with our fourth overall selection? So would we pick him in this year's NHL draft? So obviously, you know, something that he lacks is that he's not a speed freak. So uh, Hughes, Heizer, Wood, and Brat have beat him in straight line speed. 
So obviously that's something we need to take into consideration. Does he fit in with that overall mindset that I guess Lindy Ruff is trying to go in? Because I'll, I'll read the list again. He is not fast and Hughes, Heizer, Wood, and Brock can beat him in a straight line speed. So obviously, um, you know, he has the agility and he has the uh, capability of just being a good playmaker. But like when I'm comparing him to Jack Hughes, the, the one thing, the, you know, the glaring discrepancy between the two is just speed and overall, you know, could he fit in well? But obviously, you know, when I'm just talking about his overall strength, his overall power and his overall shot selection, that's something that can be worked on. I'm not really too concerned about that. But, you know, the kid's got heart. I'll give him that. So William Eklund definitely has heart. But, you know, overall, should we draft him? So obviously, I told you guys, he's a left winger, but he's capable of playing center. And I believe, you know, if he's going to get to the NHL level, which he will, uh, you know, he's going to have to play that center position just due to him being the playmaker. So obviously, you know, Jack Hughes' primary and only position is center just due to how his body is and obviously just how his style of play works. So obviously, you know, since we talked about Eklund not really being much of a sniper and we also talked about his shooting numbers, I believe that, you know, it would be foolish to not put him at the center position so that way he could be that playmaker he could get his assist numbers up and overall you know he can um you know shoot the puck when he needs to because like I told you guys he's not afraid to shoot the puck so like when he gets the puck sees the twine shoot when in doubt shoot that puck and I love that mindset but overall should we draft him because like I told you guys there are some negatives and I did tell you the cons of you know potentially drafting him you know so like I told you guys that our two main centers Hughes and Heizer can out uh, race him but at the end of the day you know, I don't think that outweighs the positives. But overall, for Eklund, I don't think we should draft him, quite honestly. I think I feel like we could do much better. Because when we're looking at our roster and we see our center position, so obviously we got Jack Hughes, we got Nico Heizer. Those are like the two-headed dragon of our organization. And then obviously we got some younger talent, including Dawson Mercer, Tyce Thompson. And obviously, you know, if, if we need to pair those guys with some scorers or snipers, we got Alexander Holtz and we got Nolan Foote. And so, obviously, you know, when we're looking at it in that regards, I don't think we should, um, you know, uh, give Eklund a shot. But obviously, he's a good player. I'm not saying that he's not a good player. I'm just saying that's not really a position we need. So, obviously, you know, when we're looking at our forward position, I think we're set on our centers. I think the key is building around them. And I've said it in the show before where I said that, you know, uh, for someone like Jack Hughes, if you uh, want him to be your go-to guy, if you want Nico Heizer to be your go-to guy and be a successful captain in this league, then you need to build around those two respective players. And obviously, one player that I forgot to mention is Michael McLeod. Michael McLeod showed tremendous improvement on the energy line uh, being assigned with Miles Wood and Nathan Bastian. So obviously, um, McLeod was able to get a career high in all three scoring categories from goals, assists, and points. Albeit, he did play in more games, but like I said, not trying to take anything away from him. He also did really well in the faceoffs, and quite honestly, it, it could be possible that he could be on his way to Seattle. I don't know what the case might be, but overall, at the end of the day, I think we're set on the center position. So in terms of the NHL draft, even though he's a good player, even though he's friends with Alexander Holtz, I don't think this is a draft pick we should focus on, quite honestly, because like I told you guys, I just don't think it will be a good fit because I just don't think the, that the direction that the New Jersey Devils are going to go in, I just don't think he'll mesh well with our mindset and our overall just uh, direction, if that makes any sense. So obviously, William Eklund out of Sweden, very good player and has a lot of potential and any team that drafts him will be lucky. But at the end of the day, I just don't think uh, this connection, I just don't think uh, this dynamic and I just don't think his overall you know strengths 
uh, will play in well with our team strengths, if that makes any sense. So obviously, you know, we're a young team. We're trying to run. We're trying to gun. Uh, we're trying to find guys that have great shots. So obviously, you know, compare them to Alexander Hulse, compare them to Igor Sharangovich, compare them to the big one, Jack Hughes. And overall, I just do not think this would be a good uh, overall fit for uh, Eklund and the New Jersey Devils organization. But that's my personal opinion. But let me know what you guys think on my Twitter page of Locked on Devils. Like I said, guys, thank you for the birthday wishes. Thank you for the one-year anniversary. I can't do this without you guys. Without your guys' listenership, there is no show. But, you know, let me know what you think about William Eklund on Twitter and your overall opinions as to who the New Jersey Devils should draft because I told you guys the pros and cons. I told you what he's capable of doing of. And overall, you know, good player. Just I don't think he would be a fit for the Devils organization if that makes any sense. So I'm not trying to bash on him or anything. But that's all the time I have for you guys today. Thanks for listening. Continue to stay safe and have a wonderful day, New Jersey. I will catch you guys in the next episode. Thanks for listening.